Now there's a summarization once again. This is actually discuss- concluding. That ayah just concluded one big chunk of the discourse with Bani Israel, with the Israelites. Now the second part of that discussion is beginning. And so Allah starts again with the covenant. You remember even the beginning of this discussion, there was, وَأَوْفُوا بِعَهْدِي أُوفِي بِعَهْدِكُمْ Fulfill the promise that I have made with you. You know, fulfill my promise and I'll fulfill my promise to you. You know, you do your part, I'll do mine. Now once again, going back to that covenant, that contract, that agreement again, وَإِذَا خَذْنَا مِثَاقَ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ When we took the covenant, that serious agreement with the sons of Israel, and what were some of its conditions? لَا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا Now amazing, the previous ayah said, what two things must you do to get to Jannah? Iman and good deeds. Now look at this, لَا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ You will not worship anyone other than Allah. You will not be enslaved to anyone other than Allah. Isn't that a matter of iman now? That's a matter of iman. Now what, what else is going to be mentioned? Listen, وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And to be the best possible you can be, to serve excellence to your parents. Good deeds, right? وَذِلْقُرْبَى And to close relatives. And to close relatives, you'll be your best. وَالْيَتَامَى وَالْمَسَاكِينَ And the orphans and the poor. Here we should look in the mirror a little bit. Sometimes we have a good relationship with our boss. We have good relationships with people we hang out with. You know, good relationship with fellow students in college. Terrible relationship with your father. Terrible relationship with your mother. Can't talk to her for more than 20 minutes, you lose your cool. Right? You and your dad can't even ride in the same car together for more than an hour because somebody's gonna explode. Right? So Allah took this covenant from them, you're gonna worship none but me and you'll be the best to your parents. This is easy to say once again, and you've heard this all the time. But practically speaking, if you look at the reality of even the Muslim family today, we don't have, we have broken relationships with our parents. Our parents are not happy with us, we're not happy with our parents. This is a very serious problem. Allah mentioned it right after ibadah to him on multiple occasions in the Qur'an. وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And by the way, it's not just our parents we have bad relationships with nowadays. It's the rest of our family too. You'll be totally okay getting along with your non-Muslim co-worker who might even be joining the Qur'an burning ceremony later on and you don't, that's okay. How's it going Frank? It's, everything's good? Yeah. You know, let's go hang out sometime. Whatever, you're okay with them. But your own cousin, your own nephew, your own close relative, I can't stand that guy. Remember what he said last Eid? We're not going over to their house this year. You know? And you have these feuds within the family that you don't want to, you have these grudges you don't want to let go of. You know, in-laws hating each other, cousins hating each other, brothers, not, they could be living down on the same block. They don't even say salam when they come out of the house. They're, no, not that. No, not this guy. No, no way. Send his calls to voicemail or whatever, right? You're gonna be the best, Allah says, if you're gonna be the best, it'll be first to your parents, then to close relatives. And look at the reality once again of the Muslim ummah today, we are the worst to our close relatives. We're the worst to them. We speak angrily with them, we're impatient with them. And there's a conflict within many Muslim families, there's the religious members of the extended family, and there's a kind of liberal element in the extended family, and there's a civil war going on inside, right? At every Eid gathering, the religious ones are the objects of ridicule, and they're being made fun of, oh, Mulana is here, Shaykh is here, Eid Mubarak, you know. So, so you're being made fun of because you're the extremist in the family or whatever. Or if you're religious and your cousins aren't, then you make, you know, you constantly criticize them for how evil they are, and how they're headed for hellfire, and things. you're totally judgmental of them. This is the exact opposite of what Allah expects from the previous nation, and these principles are still alive for us today. Let me quickly wrap up the ayah, and inshallah we'll discuss it more after. 
So And the orphans, how many people know how many orphans there are in our community over here? If we haven't even made the effort to identify them, how are we going to be the best to them? masakin and those who are in need, those who cannot help themselves, how many people in our community have been laid off, are laid on their house payments or their rent, or they don't even have money to pay the electricity bill, and they're sitting in our salah next to us, and we have no idea, this is something Allah asked us to do, to be the best to those who are in need. And it starts, it's a ripple effect. Your closest people to you, your parents, then your relatives, then the orphans and the needy, implying in your community. First take care of your community, masakin. And then he says, وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ حُسْنًا And to speak, and speak, you will speak to people in the most beautiful fashion. You will speak to people beautifully, wonderfully. You know, the Muslims nowadays, the more religious you are, the more uh, depressed you look. Depressed or aggressive, like you just, it's part of being good, a good religious Muslim must have a frown on their face or something. That just means you're really, you're really on the sunnah or something, you know. So the idea of smiling is almost like haram, you know. And if somebody walks into the masjid with a smile on their face, everybody's like, what's this guy's problem? No, what deviant guy, you know. SubhanAllah, smile, it's a sunnah. And when you speak to people, you can be nice to them. There's a way to say, wa alaykum as Somebody says, salam alaykum, wa alaykum salam. That's not Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullah, how are you brother? This is, you know, this is, this is what increases brotherhood. Wa and you'll establish the salah and, and establish the prayer and give zakah. We're up to ayah number 84 in our dars. And the previous ayah, Allah Azzawajal had mentioned overall some of the most essential uh, basic tenets of the covenant taken with Bani Israel. You're not going to worship anyone other than Allah. You're going to be the best you can possibly be to your parents and to close relatives. And when you, you'll speak, or, and to and those who are not able to help themselves, you're going to speak to people in the most beautiful fashion. Then he established upon them the, the obligation of uh, establishing the prayer and giving the zakah. Then he mentioned, ثُمَّ تَوَلَّيْتُمْ Then you turned away, إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِنْكُمْ Except for very few of you. Now if you notice these obligations that were just mentioned, they have to do with either you and Allah, or you and your immediate community. Very immediate community. First your family, then your close relatives, then the poor in your community. So it's taking care of the, you can say the micro responsibilities. And you know what happens if you don't take care of your micro responsibilities? You start falling short on bigger responsibilities. You start, there's cracks start appearing in the bigger picture. So when you talk about an ummah being corrupted, and people fighting and killing, even Muslims fighting and killing each other, those are big problems, but they start from small things.